Hi, and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky. Through Social Work Sorted, I provide you with honest and realistic advice that is based on the practice challenges that you are experiencing day in, day out. I understand and I know what they are because I've experienced them too. I've experienced them as a new social worker and I continue to understand that experience, but with the benefit of hindsight, being able to reframe the issues that you're having and find solutions so you can start to manage day to day in what is a very difficult and challenging job. And in today's episode, I want to talk about decision making, having the confidence to disagree or how to disagree with decisions when they're made, because that can be something that happens regularly for you as a social worker. Whether you are new or whether you are experienced, you are in a privileged position where you're going to be making decisions either with or about somebody else. Now, although in social work we don't work in isolation, you don't work in isolation as a new social worker, you are part of a team, you will have a supervisor or a manager, you are required to make decisions in the immediate. You are required to make decisions about what you say, what you do, how you behave, the way you act, where you stand the words that you choose to use. So there are lots of minute decisions that take place throughout your day. I'm not just talking about big life-changing decisions, but we have to understand that as social workers, that is part of our job. Our job is making decisions about what to do and how to do it in a variety of different situations. There's three. In this episode, I want to talk about four things that you can do the next time you are faced with a decision to make. These four pointers won't just help you when you're making decisions, they will help you when you need to challenge someone else's decision. Perhaps you need to disagree with somebody, or perhaps you're in a situation where everybody is looking to you for an answer and you don't have it. So four things that you can do starting from today that are going to help you if you're in that situation. The first thing is to embrace a pause. You don't need to answer anything immediately, particularly if you're not sure about something. Often, I see this happen to new social workers all the time. You feel an immense amount of pressure to know everything, to do everything right, to say the right thing, and that pressure becomes so heavy, you feel that you have to respond to things immediately. You feel like you have to answer things immediately. And what happens when you do that is that you overcompensate. You make promises that you can't keep. Embracing a pause will really help you with that. It helps you slow things down. You need to create space between you and the response that you give. And to do that, you have to be really mindful of the external factors that are going to rush you. Maybe it's other people. They want an answer. They want you to lead with a decision and they want that fast. You don't have to respond to that. You can take time and you can say that you need time as well. Maybe it's external pressures like a manager or a supervisor telling you that they need something immediately. Again, How are you going to respond under that pressure and is your decision making going to be impacted if you're feeling that negative pressure to do something and do it fast? Maybe it is a child or an adult or a family member. Maybe they need something from you. Maybe they need an answer. And that can be one of the most difficult situations to be in because we want to help the people that we're working with. And often we don't have an answer, but it's okay to create that pause because if you don't do that, like I said, you might end up overcompensating. You might end up promising something that you can't actually deliver on. And that is much more harmful. The second thing that I want you to do is say it out loud. So again, coming back to that need to overcompensate with words or promises. Instead, 
say out loud what you are thinking. For example, that's a big decision. I need time to think about it. It's almost getting into the habit of narrating your thoughts. Maybe you're in a meeting and lots of other professionals are looking to you for an answer or they're asking you direct questions. It's okay for you to say, you're asking me a lot of questions here and I'm not sure I have the answer yet. I'm having lots of different thoughts, but I do need to think about it. I can't give you an answer now. It's okay when you're with a child or an adult or a family member or a whole family to say that out loud. It must be really difficult for you right now because I know you want an answer for me, but I can't give you one. It's all right to say when things are hard. It's all right to say when things are difficult because the alternative is to pretend that everything's okay. You end up giving an answer that isn't the correct answer or you end up making a decision from a position of being rushed. Is that going to be the best decision you could possibly make? The next thing to focus on is reframing your mindset. Often when we feel challenged on decision making, it might be because other people disagree with us, whether that is other professionals, whether that is the people that we're working with. I know I used to find this when I was a new social worker. When somebody disagreed with me, I took it personally. And if you are someone that takes things personally, go back a couple of podcast episodes. I have an episode dedicated entirely to you. And what I talk about in that podcast, and I'll say it again, is about reframing your mindset, thinking, I can disagree with you, but we can still work together. We can disagree and still get on. I can disagree with someone professionally in their opinion, but it doesn't mean I disagree with who they are. It doesn't mean I don't like them as a person. And we have to try and stop blurring those boundaries. I think when we work in caring professions with other caring professionals, we all struggle because what we want to do doesn't match up with the system that we're in. And often that results in us taking it out on each other. And it does then feel very personal. So again, going back to saying that out loud as well, saying those reframes out loud, being sat in a room with other people, with other professionals or with family members and saying, this is really difficult because we all want different things and we're all disagreeing with each other. Even just saying that out loud, not having to have a solution to it or resolve it, but just saying what's happening can be really helpful. It can be a great way of you retaining some composure when you're feeling the outside pressure, but it's also a reminder to the people in the room that you can't just make decisions immediately sometimes. You can't just give them an answer to things straight away. The final thing you can do, and it links very much into reframing your mindset and what I said about saying it out loud, is finding some kind of explanation. It's not about finding a solution because you might not have a solution. You might not resolve things in that meeting or in that visit, but it's explaining what you can explain. It goes back to that narrating what is going on. You can say to somebody else, we obviously think differently because we have two different perspectives. I know that I don't understand from your point of view because I'm not a health professional or I know that I don't understand from your point of view because I'm not in your shoes. I don't live in your house. I don't have the same relationships that you have. But what I would like to do is explain the reason behind my thinking and I would like to understand the reason behind yours. So you don't have to have an answer to everything. You don't have to make decisions immediately just because you feel external pressure. But what you can do is open it up for debate. You can ask insightful questions. You can be interested in people because by being interested in someone's perspective, that leads you towards the final goal, which is having some kind of resolution, which is having some kind of balanced decision making. 
I know that this is a challenge for lots of social workers, but especially as a new social worker, when you are impacted by imposter syndrome, when you are starting to feel the momentum build up in the work that you're receiving, when you start to feel the external pressures, when you have so many different challenges in a day, you might then arrive at a meeting, whether it's a core group, a child in need meeting, a home visit, maybe something with family members, and be challenged on decision making and not be able to slow down, reframe, embrace the pause or balance the different perspectives. So save this podcast, come back to it whenever you need to. Maybe you need to listen to it before the next meeting that you're chairing, just to give you a little bit of a reminder that it's okay to just let everybody sit with things. It's okay not to make decisions immediately. It's okay not to respond to external pressure. If you know somebody who might find this useful, share it with them as well. It's the best way that we can start to build inclusive practice and it might really help someone who would never have thought of it in this way before. If you found this podcast helpful, then please let me know and I can make more like this to support you. You can leave a review, you can leave a rating for the podcast or you can get in touch with me via Instagram or the website. I also have a free imposter syndrome training, which is going to be really helpful for you if you resonated with any part of this podcast. It's a video training of seven ways to beat imposter syndrome. It's focused on new social workers and the challenges that you face. And like this podcast, it will be a really helpful reminder for you, whether you watch it at the start of your week, at the start of your day, or just as and when you feel that imposter syndrome creeping through. The link to get the training to access it, it's completely free and you have unlimited access once you sign up, is all in the show notes below. Like I said, if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to share anything that you've reflected on after listening to this podcast or anything that has helped you, please let me know. Genuinely love to hear from you and I love getting your feedback about the podcast. Now, before I go, I would invite you, as I always do, to slow down for a minute. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable and just take a deep breath. Consider this a practice for taking that pause the next time you are challenged to make a decision or the next time you feel somebody disagreeing with you. Know that you can come back to this. Even if it's just one deep breath, it will make such a difference. Thank you so much for listening and take care.